This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Prayer and fasting for divine intervention. Can we say that together? Prayer and fasting for divine intervention. I'm only hearing myself. Prayer. That means we want God to come into our situation. Amen? And so um, the scripture today is Joel chapter 2. We take, we read uh, a little bit here and there. And our first thought is that prayer and fasting will create hunger for God. So Joel chapter 2, prayer and fasting will create hunger for God. Joel chapter 2, if we start reading from verse 12. Therefore also now said the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. And rend your heart and not your garments. And turn unto the Lord your God, for is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and, and repented him of the evil. Who knoweth if he would return and repent and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God? Blow ye the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. This was a proclaimed fast. And one of the things he was saying here is turn ye even to me with all your heart. It's a heart matter. Hallelujah. It starts from the inside. We know fasting doesn't change God. Fasting doesn't change God. But it does something to us. It begins to create a hunger for God. It begins to create a desire. You are, you are drawing close to God. He said, and rend your heart, not your garments. Fasting, prayer and fasting will create hunger for God. You know, when you begin to hunger, in Matthew 17, 19, and 20, when the disciples couldn't uh, cast a spirit out, Jesus said to them from verse uh, 19 to 21, How be it this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. It's not that the demon (laughs) will not bow to the name of Jesus or to the blood of Jesus, but when we begin to consecrate ourselves, we move up in the spirit. Hallelujah. You know, there's a story in Second Kings. Um, maybe I'll get to read it. Uh, in Second Kings, I think we all know that story. Chapter 7, about those four lepers when there was a famine. And the prophet had prophesied that, uh, you know, by this time tomorrow, a, a measure of uh, wheat will be sold for this five uh, you know, flour and all that. 
And um, there were four lepers. They had been starving and they had been hungry. And they said to themselves, I've suffered for too long. There was a hunger for something different. How many of you have areas in your life where you say, God, I hunger and thirst for more of you in this area of my life. I hunger and thirst for your intervention in this area of my life. God, there has to be more than this. I want to see your power in my life. When you fast and pray, it's a time for you are going after God. You are hungry for God. The prodigal son, it was hunger eventually that drove him home. He began to long for, the, for his father's house. How many servants in my father's house have enough to eat? I want to say whatever you are going through, if you are going to be hungry for God, the God that furnished a table in the wilderness. Am I talking to living souls in this house this morning? The God that furnished a table in the wilderness. The God that commanded light to come out of darkness. When you begin to hunger after this kind of God, this type of God that we have never seen his type before. His type does not exist. His type will never exist. This type of God that is infinite in power, infinite in mercy. When you begin to hunger for more of the presence of this kind of God, you can take some time to get away from food, to get away from the things that normally bog you down and begin to hunger and consecrate yourself and say, God, we have gone around this mountain too long. I know you have the power. Your hand are not short. Your grace is not finished in my life. I am going to seek you in these days that are ahead. In these 21 days I'm going to consecrate myself. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord my healer. You are Jehovah Sidkeno. You are the Lord my righteousness. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are the Lord my peace. I'm going to seek you in this day. There's going to be a turnaround. I desire you more than I desire food. I desire your presence more than I desire desire anything. I desire your intervention. I know I'm not trying to change you, but I'm trying to change me and bring myself into a place where I can hear you better, where I can pray better, where your presence can come better. Am I talking to living souls in the house of God? If your God is almighty, can you give him a wave offering? If your God is all powerful, can you give him a shout of hallelujah? If your God is the same yesterday, today and forever, and this type of God you have never seen his time before. Can you lift your hand? Can you stand on your feet and give him a shout of hallelujah in the house of the Lord today? Yes! Somebody give him a shout of hallelujah in the house of the Lord today. That's why we are hungering after him. That's why our hunger is towards him in this January. And we're saying, Lord, we want to see your power in our lives. We are driven to see your power in 2024. Your hands are not shut. You furnished a table in the wilderness. You brought millions of people out and you took care of them. You are carrying the weight of the world on your shoulder. You can definitely carry me and my family. If your God is bigger than your trouble, Wave your hand and give him praise and glory in the house of God. Please be seated. Psalm 84. Talking about hunger. Verse 1. How amiable are the tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. 
my soul longeth. Yea, even for the courts of the Lord, my heart and my flesh cried out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow has found a house and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young, even then altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in, in thy house. They will still be praising thee, seller. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them, who passing through the valley of Baca, make it a well. The rain also filled the pools. They go from strength to strength, even out of them in Zion. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. O Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob's seller. I mean, the whole psalm is good. <laughs> Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, and the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. That's the God we are going after in this month of January. That's why we are separating ourselves and saying, God, you can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I can ask or think. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Joel chapter 2. Verse 17. Another thought here is that prayer and fasting will remove the reproach of the enemy. That word reproach in the Hebrew means disgrace, shame. Disgrace and shame. And what do we have scripture for that? Yes, we do. In verse 17 it says, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, Where is their God? In Second Chronicles 20, we found three armies against Jehoshaphat. And if you study it, from verse 1 to 13 thereabout, you begin to realize that whatever concerns you concerns God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When your child is driven from school for school fees, it's not only your child that has a problem. You, the father, also has a problem. Because I can tell you that child is not going to worry about that school fees too much. He will just think maybe I'm, I have a day off from school. If it's a small boy, so, they say I should come and play at home today. But you, the father and the mother, you are not sleeping well that night. Am I telling the truth? You are thinking, everybody's child in this compound is going to school. My own is sitting inside. I want to say to you, child of God, anything of reproach in 2023, as you wait on the Lord this year, you can say, Father, reproach will not be my portion. Disgrace will not be my portion. Where I will be hiding my face when people are passing, it will not be my portion. As you begin to fast and pray, he said, the heathen will not ask us where is our God. People will not be saying, and they say they are, they, they are church people, oh, look at what is happening to them. They cannot even eat three square meals a day. I want to announce to you, when you fast like God says we should fast, he said, reproach shame 
and disgrace will be removed from you. I want to declare over your life today that anything of reproach in 2024, you will not have an incurable disease. In 2024, you will not die under a trailer. In 2024, wherever they gather for evil, your name will not be spoken of. In 2024, jobs and better jobs are coming your way. In 2024, health is your portion. Wealth is your portion. In the name of Jesus, the heathen will not say, where is your God? Because our God is in heaven. He is alive forevermore. He's the all-powerful one, the omnipotent one. He is alive forevermore. Can you lift your hand and give him praise in the name of the Lord Jesus? The Bible says when we wait on him, like they were praying in the book of Joel, it said the heathen will not ask us questions. The heathen will not ask us questions. Rather, they will hear a noise and they will know the Lord has done something. I want to say to a child of God under my voice this morning that the voice of thanksgiving, the noise of thanksgiving will not cease from your house in 20. 2024, do I have a, a do I have a witness in the house of the Lord? I said the shout of rejoicing will not cease from your house in 2024. If you believe that, give the Lord a shout of praise in the house of God. Hey! Hallelujah! Glory to God. So when we wait on the Lord, we are not waiting for nothing. As they were praying, this, is, this was what was on their mind. Three armies came against Jehoshaphat in the place God gave them. God gave them that place. They said, Lord, no, 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 no. no. It will be a reproach. I want to say every contract you have gotten, it will be a reproach for you to lose it. Every door God has opened for you, it will be a reproach for you to lose it. So you are not going to lose the blessings of the Lord. Rather, God will add more to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's there in your Bible. It's right there. It's right there. There will be no reproach upon your life. Don't manage for God. Don't manage for God. Which brings us to another thought. Verse 19 of Joel chapter 2. Yea, the Lord will answer. And say unto his people, I will send you corn, wine, and oil. Ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen. Isaiah 58 verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. And make fat thy bones. That shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Ah, prayer and fasting will bring the blessing of the overflow of the corn, of the wine, and of the oil. Prayer and fasting will bring the blessing of the overflow of the corn, the wine, and the oil. God told them, if you will come before me and recognize that I am your maker, and that I'm bigger than your problem. And set your heart right. If there's anything not right, you have said it right. He said, I'll come down upon you. There shall be an overflow. I said, there shall be an overflow. Amen. The Bible says, he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anointed my head with oil and my cup run it over. 
what is an overflow? An overflow, all right, let's talk about the corn. The corn can mean yam for somebody. That means basic food. Basic food, corn. You can make papa be, with corn. Akamu. You can also tualize it. Don't write that in your work. You will fail. <laughs> That's my own English. Tualize, you are making tuo. Swallow. You can pour and mm, 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 mm. you cut, cut. You tualize it. Basic food. Corn. Wine. Wine is not... People don't drink wine every day. Wine is when your stomach it don't fool. <laughs> when you have eaten well, you now take wine. And when some people hear wine, their brain don't they work. All those alcoholic things you are drinking, you want to kill yourself. Don't say, but Jesus told what time to wine. If you want to drink it, go and pray over your own. When you turn it, you can drink it over your water. But wine is something for your enjoyment. When you talk about oil, you're talking about investment and capital. That means there are three levels that God will prosper you in 2024. There will be enough for your children to eat and leftover. That is the Lord shall supply all my need. It's not the same thing as the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. There are many things many of you want now. If I ask you what do you want, we are going to have a problem in the church. Somebody wants this, somebody wants that, somebody wants that, somebody, everybody wants something. I may not be able to meet your wants, but we have a God that can meet your wants. Listen to me, I'm not preaching what I can do for you. I'm preaching what God said he will do for you when you wait on him. He said he will meet your need, he will meet your want, he will give you investment for the future. How many of you are believing for some capital, for some investment? The Lord will make it happen for you in 2024 in the name of Jesus. You see, if that investment is there, it will also be making sure that you are having the corn and the wine continually. Amen? God doesn't want to be giving you fish every day. He wants you to learn how to fish for yourself every day. That's the reason for the oil in that scripture. Is there an amen somewhere, somebody? So an overflow. What is an overflow? I have one or two more thoughts to cover. What is an overflow? An overflow is when a child in the morning wants to take conflicts or a camu. Hmm? Children nowadays we use milk with it. Is that not true? Now, if you are putting, if there's conflicts, for example, and you are pouring milk into that conflicts, there's a point that you reach that it is enough. Have you? But if you keep pouring, what will happen? The, the conflict will start swimming. <laughs> and then the milk will start doing what? Overflowing. At that point, parents will smack the child and say, ah, why are you wasting something? But God said he's the God of the overflow. He's not giving you an overflow to waste it. He's giving you an overflow so you can be a blessing. So that when your cup is filled, people around you will start. How many of you go and charge your phone in somebody's house? That person is having an overflow. That means he has enough power for himself and for you. What God wants to do for you in 2024 is that everybody will be charging phone in your house. 
when they need an extra cup of gari or rice, it is your house they are going to come to. There will be more than enough in your house that your neighbors can begin to benefit from you. They will begin to say, we thank God that this brother so-and-so is my neighbor. I thank God that that sister in restoration is my neighbor. Because uh, I can, they always have, am I talking to people that believe that in the house? They always have more than enough in every situation. They are a blessing on the left, blessing on the right. Because when there's an overflow, it will overflow to the front, it will overflow to the back, it will overflow to the right hand, it will overflow to the left hand. I prophesy that over your family this year. There will be an overflow, there will be too much. You are serving El Shaddai, the all-breasted one, the God who is more than enough. And I'm saying the more than enough God will visit you in 2024. Can I get a better believing amen in the house of the Lord today? Your amen better be louder than your unbelief. I said let your amen be louder than your unbelief. Please sit down for a bit. Don't be like the guy when the prophet prophesied. Say, how can this be? Even if God opens a window in the heaven, he didn't eat out of it. You will eat your own portion in Jesus' name. Anything God says he can do for me, I say, yes, sir. You may not know how. You may not. He will do it. Never use human judgment. To measure God in your life. I'm telling you. God can do something in your life. Your mouth cannot close. You say, ah. You'll be waking up every five, five minutes. Ah, is it true? Is it true? When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dream. That will be your testimony this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go to verse 20. Prayer and fasting we break the yoke of terrorism or the yoke of terror. He said, but I will remove far from you. All this is because you are waiting on the Lord. He's saying what he will do for them. God is saying, this is what I'm going to do for you. I will remove far from you the northern army and I will drive into a land barren and desolate which is faced towards the east sea and is hand apart towards the utmost sea and his thing shall come up and his ill servant shall come up because he had done great things. Fear not, O land, and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Deuteronomy 28, verse 66 and 67. And thy life shall hang in doubts before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were even, and at even thou shalt say, Would God it were morning. For the fear of thine heart, wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes, wherewith thou shalt see. And if you read from verse 50 to 52, you can see this is just pure terror. But the Bible says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. These were curses that came back in the old covenant when they disobeyed God. And God is, was telling them in the, in the book of Joel that if you fast and you wait upon me, I will break that yoke upon your life. And I believe for us New Testament believers that Jesus has given his blood and redeemed. It is time we began to proclaim freedom in every village, in every city, in every local government, and say wherever terrorism is rampant, let the blood of Jesus judge you right now. And let, listen to me, church, if you don't stand up 
and take over your territory, Satan will take over your territory. Have you noticed on a farm, you don't invite weeds to come. They always show up. Somebody must weed that farm. And that's why God has brought you to the kingdom for a time like this, that you will do some weeding in the farm. You're going to say, not here. You have gone far. Am I talking to believing people here? We are the body of Christ and members in particular. Jesus is the head of the church. We are the body. The, 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 the government is upon our shoulder. As we begin to decree and declare, the yoke of terror shall be broken. When people's lives hang in the balance, that means at night they cannot sleep. In the daytime they cannot rest. That is terrorism. It's one of the causes that Jesus redeemed you from when he gave his life. The, your redeemer is bigger than the spirit of terror. Your redeemer is bigger than any terrorist. And if you withdraw the... Oh, bayaka. Hey! May the Lord give you revelation. Oh. Because we are living in an age that even, even governments don't know what to do about the situation. But the blood of Jesus, of the everlasting covenant, has given you the right to decree. Hebrews eleven twenty eight. by faith, Moses kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. I want to decree to you as you open your mouth every day, in the day, in the night, and draw the bloodline and say, Messiah has died my death. The Spirit of God has redeemed me from the hands of terror. And you put that blood there. I want to tell you, they will pass over your family. They will pass over your local am i talking to living people in the house of god if you're in agreement can you lift your hand and give the lord a better shout in the house of god this is the solution he said when i see the blood i will pass over you over the work of your hand over your family members if you will put the bloodline there no demon in hell can remove that bloodline let me tidy this up so we can break bread one more thought into the breaking of bread. Testifying of the Lord's death through the communion table guarantees your victory. Start to talk about that now. Testifying of the Lord's death through the communion table guarantees your victory. First Corinthians eleven twenty six. Paul was talking about the Lord's table. He said, "For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes." That word proclaim is the word katangelo in the Greek. It means to promulgate, to proclaim, to declare, to show. He said you show the lost dead. We're going to break bread very soon now. We're going to be proclaiming. We're going to be proclaiming. We're going to be proclaiming. When a couple comes forward to be joined in marriage, after they've said their vows, the pastor will say, I now proclaim you or pronounce you husband and wife. Is that not what they say? That means it's going into effect. Or the, law, the judge will say, I now pronounce you guilty. That means you are going to prison. If the judge says, I now pronounce you not guilty, it means you are going home. Do you understand? Is that English complicated? If the man say, you are not guilty, you are going home home. If you say you are guilty, you are going to prison. When we take communion, we are saying we are not guilty. Jesus has taken our guilt. We are not sick. Jesus has taken our sickness. We will not die prematurely. Jesus has died. Hey! Jesus has died 
my death. I don't care what is killing them in 2024, but Jesus has died my death. Am I talking to living people in the house of the Lord? You better believe it for your own good because what Jesus paid for, you will not pay for it. Young man, what is your problem? In Jesus' name, let the fire of God come upon you. Lift your hand, somebody, and bless the Lord. Lift your hand, somebody, and bless the Lord. I want to say to you, every disease you came in here with today, I command it to die. I say I command it to die. I command it to die. I was reading the news. It's good to be a big man, but big man, big problem. If some, a small boy like this need bail, I think there are some lawyers here. His bail will not be high. If big man need bail, <laughs> you will be looking for people to help you. But as small as you are, when they wanted to bail you, they didn't look for a man in Asokoro. They didn't look for a man in Metama. They didn't go to London to look for somebody. They didn't go to North America to look for somebody. They did not go to Canada. They did not go to South Africa. God went to heaven and came down to... Hey! So I declare to you, in 2024, the blood will speak for you. It will speak for your family. As we break the bread this morning, be a child of God and open your mouth and say, what Jesus paid for, I will not be paying for it in 2024. Amen. Lift your hand and begin to talk to God. Your children will not die prematurely. There will be no strange disease in your house. You will not be kidnapped. You will not be abducted. Amen. We are here to proclaim yes, not guilty. Yes, you proclaim the Lord's death yes, till he comes. That's the meaning of that word, to proclaim the Lord's death. Keep talking to God and we're going to break bread now. Talk to the Lord. We're going to break bread now. Father, we thank you this morning for the privilege, for the privilege that when you wanted to redeem us, you didn't look for a human being to pay. You yourself came and you paid that price. Lord Jesus, on the night you were betrayed, you took the bread, you broke it. You said, this is my body broken for you. As often as you eat it, you do it in remembrance of me. Lord, we take this element this morning representing the body of Christ. I will say this body represents the body of God. It took every sickness, sickness of children, sickness of young people, sickness of old age. It took all of them and it paid in full. And therefore in 2024, we proclaim the Lord's death and we say we've been paid for. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We will not die prematurely. Long life is our portion. Every organ in our body must function in the perfection to which you made them. Thank you for resurrection power working in your people. Similarly, you took the cup, representing your blood. You said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. Hallelujah. We recognize that the blood came from heaven. It came from the Father. It made the circular journey to the earth and returned back to heaven. It went beyond the veil on the mercy seat. 
and therefore every case against us has been cancelled. In 2024, we don't owe the devil our lives. We don't owe him our money. We don't owe him our future. We don't owe him our children. Lord, I sprinkle the blood on everybody under this commission. As we go today, we sprinkle the blood. Over our money, we sprinkle the blood. Over our lives, we sprinkle the blood. We go in the peace of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Still hold on, hold on. All heads bowed, everybody praying. Maybe you are here this morning, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or you're a backslider. You want to dedicate your life to Jesus. Just raise your hand where you are. I need to pray with you. On the galleries, wherever, just raise your hand quickly. Raise that hand, and I'm going to pray with you. Praise the Lord. Everybody pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner. I believe with my heart, and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ died for my sins was raised again for my freedom. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and make me a new person. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram, at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.